You're listening to the New York Encounter podcast. The 2023 New York Encounter just wrapped up, and we'd like to thank the over 400 volunteers who came to New York to help make it possible. We also want to thank everyone who made a financial contribution to the New York Encounter this year. And if you haven't, it's not too late. You can always head to newyorkencounter.org donate and contribute today. I think that jazz very seldom in its true state is presented to the average public. They do have an idea of jazz which is not quite true. But the way I feel about it is that it is the only form of art that in a way America has uh, created and given to the world in this century or, or in the past few centuries, let's say. But I think it's more of a revival in a different form of what went on in classical music before. In other words, in the 17th century, there was uh, a great deal of improvisation in classical music, as mm -hmm. you know. Right. And because of the fact that there were no electrical recording techniques or any way to permanize or to catch music mm -hmm. and to uh, record it, mm -hmm. the music was written so that it could be uh, permanized that mm -hmm. way. Mm -hmm. And uh, so slowly but surely, the, r the writing of the music and the interpreters of the written music gave way to more and more interpretation and more and more cerebral composition and, and less and less improvisation until finally improvisation became a lost art in classical music and we have only the composer As you're and the interpreter. Mm -hmm. So uh, the composer even uh, very seldom uh, improvised or very, didn't have to uh, say around uh, the late 18, 1800s mm -hmm. or the turn of the century. But jazz in a way has uh, resurrected that process which I call the jazz process. Now, jazz, as we, we tend to look at it, is a style. But I feel that jazz is not so much a style as a process of making music. Mm. It's the process of making music, uh, making one minute's music in one minute's time. Whereas when you compose, mm -hmm. you can make one minute's music and take three months mm -hmm. to compose one minute's music. Now, that's the only basic difference. Now, it so happens that because of uh, historical circumstances and uh, where jazz was born or whatever came up to Mississippi and uh, American music and the American culture and all, we think of jazz as a stylistic medium now, which in a, in a way it is. Uh, uh, but I think we must remember that in an absolute sense, jazz is more of a certain creative process of spontaneity than a style. Mm -hmm. Therefore, you might say that Chopin or or Bach, or Mozart, or whoever uh, improvised music, that is, was able to make music of the moment, was in a sense playing jazz. Mm -hmm. And we uh, leave style out of it, and that's the way I feel about it in an absolute sense. I, I would like to say that uh, one of the most thrilling things about jazz as a spontaneous creative process is, uh, for instance, in recording it, and later hearing oneself uh, and being so surprised and... and mm -hmm at what has happened. Mm -hmm. And it might be interesting to note that any good uh, teacher of, of uh, composition, that is like serious classical music sort of composition, mm -hmm. will always tell the student that uh, the composition should sound as if it's improvised. It should mm -hmm. have the spontaneous quality. Mm -hmm. So actually, the, the uh, art of music is uh, the art of speaking with this spontaneous quality. Mm -hmm. and. Uh, and that is a, the thrilling part of jazz in that it has more or less resurrected uh, the art of, of spontaneous uh, creative music. Uh, again, uh, it hasn't been heard from since, what, the 17th century or the 18th.
Thank you for listening to the New York Encounter podcast. The New York Encounter is a three-day cultural event that takes place every President's Day weekend in Manhattan. Every year, we bring together speakers, put on exhibits, and host musical shows, offering opportunities for education, dialogue, and friendship. Following St. Paul's suggestion to test everything and retain what is good, the Encounter aims to discover, affirm, and offer to everyone truly human expressions of the desire for truth, beauty, and justice. To learn more about the New York Encounter, visit newyorkencounter.org.
You are listening to the New York Encounter podcast. The Encounter is entirely volunteer-run and donation-funded, and as you probably realize, it takes a lot of money every year to put it on. What that means is that if you want The Encounter to continue its work, we need your help. Head on over to newyorkencounter.org donate and consider making a monthly donation to sustain The Encounter in its work. Thank you for your support. <laughs> thank you. Bravo. Yeah, you should thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Dear ladies and gentlemen, we would like to thank you for coming here to listen to us tonight. We are truly happy to see so many faces here. As we just showed you through these notes that we played, we come from two completely different worlds, jazz and classical. There has been always huge separation between these two. And well, we usually do not hang out with these jazz people. <laughs> this sarcasm. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's right. But in the end, we have to admit. <laughs> we have to admit the music is one, no matter what kind. We play the same notes. I mean, in the end, it's the same instrument, same notes. Just the approach is different. And that's how we would like to relate this concert to the New York Encounter's main theme, crossing the divide, two different worlds, two different point of views, two different traditions that can become one. And through this musical journey, we will demonstrate that although we are so different, we still can find common points which will lead us to unity. We will not became, become the same, but we will become united. As Henry Longfellow said, music is the universal language of mankind. Therefore, it should not separate people, but rather bring them together. And that's what the world needs nowadays. We would like to serve you today with what we've got, the beautiful music, so that we can experience something beautiful all together. Yes, so uh, I have to introduce the piece. <laughs> No, so, I mean... You see jazz people, they always improvise. <laughs> no, that's right. <laughs> the, the point is this, I, I'm not good in reading even music, imagine to read words. I'm pretty wet both. No, right now we are going to actually, you know, we have kind of a path that we prepared. So Although we don't know if we are fine with time, so we yeah, might have to we'll cut something it. off. Uh, <laughs> so what's going to happen now, uh, Radoswava is going to play a piece by Chopin. It's a prelude. Well, I don't see the title well, we will, here. <laughs> we will start the second part now of the concert, uh, where we will show you the inspiration between classical jazz and um, classical musicians and jazz musicians. So we will play two pieces. One will be a classical piece, a prelude by Chopin, and then Andrea will play for you uh, its, it's arrangement. So no, it's not. It's another. It's an actual song entitled How Insensitive right, by, by Chopin. based on that classical piece. Yeah, it's based on, those, on the same chords, but it's another melody. And afterwards, Andrea will play Gershwin's song, and I'll play a classical etude that is based on that gestion. We hope you enjoy that. Thank you. <laughs>
You are listening to the New York Encounter podcast. The Encounter is entirely volunteer-run and donation-funded, and as you probably realize, it takes a lot of money every year to put it on. What that means is that if you want The Encounter to continue its work, we need your help. Head on over to newyorkencounter.org donate and consider making a monthly donation to sustain The Encounter in its work. Thank you for your support. So at this point of the program, we wanted to show you uh, some Latin rhythms in two different traditions, classical and jazz, but we've been told that we are running out of time. And that's what happens. When we play music, we don't count time. But what can we say? At this point, we have to move on a little bit, and instead of our solo, another solo, you will hear now our four hands arrangements. And this part... (laughs) So... This part, perhaps the most important part of the concert because it represents unity. Uh, We will play together these classical and jazz arrangements, and these are our own interpretations, and we hope you will enjoy them. Also, we would like to tell you that this is just the second time in our lives that we are performing pieces together in public. (laughs) So... (laughs) So this is the part that we are still discovering, Uh, But we are happy to do so again tonight in front of all of you, our friends. And we hope you share our excitement. Yeah. Thank Riro and thank organizers. Also, we would like to thank uh, Riro Maniscalco and all the staff of the New York Encounter for inviting us here. It is a true pleasure to play here for you. And we feel honored to be here. Thank you very much. (laughs) Then, you know, if there is still some time, we'll play something. We'll see. Or, or next time, you organize a concert. We'll play these Latin rhythms for you. <laughs>
Wait, wait, wait. We are not done. <laughs> there is one more. <laughs> we still got a little of time, I guess, no? One more. Thank you for listening to the New York Encounter podcast. We hope you liked what you heard. If you did, please consider posting a review on whatever platform you listen on. Those reviews really help the podcast reach more listeners. If you share the podcast on social media, please tag the New York Encounter. On Twitter, we're at NY Encounter.